तब कथामृत तप्तजीवन कविरीड़ कलमशापहम श्रवणमंगल श्रीमदात भुविगृहती जी बुरीदाजना द नेक्टर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड्स इज द लाइफ फॉर दोज हु आर स्कॉर्स्ड बाय द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड्स व्हिच हैव बीन अटर्ड बाय द नोर्स ऑफ ट्रूथ व्हिच वाइप आउट सिंस द वेरी हियरिंग ऑफ व्हिच इज बेनिफिशियल व्हिच आर ब्यूटीफुल प्लीजिंग टू द इयर्स प्लीजिंग टू द हार्ट्स व्हिच आर इनएक्सॉस्टेबल दोज हु रिकाउंट देम ऑन द अर्थ आर द गिवर्स ऑफ प्लेंटी ओम शांति ही शांति ही शांति ही this evening i shall talk to you the spiritual conversations of shami vishuddhanand the president of the ramakrishna order of course i think seventh president of the ramakrishna order and a disciple of holy mother he was born in 1883 died in 1963 62 I started this series the title is gems from the garden of saints this swami we watched him in the afternoon he would see the devotees and he would talk only about god and lifted their minds in a higher plane of consciousness amazing person he initiated many many thousands of people If you sit near him, you will not. You will see that your mind will stop. We experienced it. Just sit near him, your mind will stop. All restlessness go away. Great monk. So I started this series. I of course I finished his two volumes in Saint Louis. Here also, I started last summer. Also, I gave some talks, and this winter I shall be able to give only three classes. <coughs> Place <coughs> Ram Krishna Mission, Korim Ganj. A date, 25th April 1957. Shami started. How have a nice day? How is your day? You know, he started. 
तदिनम दुर्दिनम मन्ने मेघाच्छन्नम नौ दुर्दिनम जद्दिनम होरी शंगलापो कथा पीजुशो बोर्जितम इस इस फेमस बर्स ए क्लाउडी डे रेनी डे इज नॉट अ बैड डे दैट डे इज रियली बैड दी डे वी डू नॉट टॉक अबाउट गॉड वी डू नॉट थिंक ऑफ गॉड that day is really a bad day then ji swami started in ancient time the students would go to their teachers and would ask questions kusminno bhagavo bigate sarvamidam bigatam bhavati iti it is in the beginning of the munjuku upanishad Sir, do you know any such thing, knowing which everything can be known? That is the question. I want to know that thing, so that everything can be known. We know many things: physics, chemistry, mathematics, botany, geology. This world, so many things we know. We have the knowledge of variety, multiplicity, diversity. The science is connected with the knowledge of the created things. But the knowledge he asked, the knowledge of uncreated, Brahman, consciousness. I like to know that thing. Knowing which everything can be known. Upanishad gives an idea. Here is gold. If you know gold, you know all modifications of gold. Earring, nose ring, nose in armlet, bracelet, ring, all kinds of all nothing but gold. But if you know gold, you know all modifications of gold. If you know clay, you know all modifications of clay, pots, pans, saucers, all nothing but clay. First, know the clay. <coughs> that Upanishad teaches. <coughs> Just know one. That Sri Ramakrishna said, if you know one, you know everything becomes meaningful. All zero 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 becomes meaningful. If there is no one, everything is void. Nothing. So one, that one is God. No God first. Eko vigyane sarva vigyanam bhavatiiti. Then the teacher answered, "There are two types of knowledge." Lower knowledge, higher knowledge. What is lower knowledge? Rig Veda, Sama Veda, Jyotir Veda, Atharva Veda, Shiksha, Kalpa, Bhagavatam, Chanda, Jyotisham, Nirutamiti. All kinds of education which we go and study in the scriptures and in the in the in the in the, in the universities. These are all opera, lower knowledge. Because that knowledge 
comes from the intellect. That knowledge is connected with the created things. What is parabiddha? Yatada aksharam adhigimmati through which one can know the unknown. You see, two pages of the book of our lives are missing. You do not know where you come from, you do not know where will you go. We only see in the middle part of our life. The scripture, Upanishad, tells us, will teach you the missing pages. Where do you come from or where will you go? Everything will be known. Strange thing is Asharja Manitte. You are alive, that is a wonder. I remember one Japanese gentleman asked one Swami, what is, could you show me a miracle? Well, of course I can show you a miracle right now. Well, what? You are a living being? Well, yes. Healthy, strong? Well, yes. I can put you under water for five minutes, you will be dead. Five minutes, if you do not breathe, you will die. Definitely you will die. You are alive, that is a miracle. Really, any moment we can die. This Swami used to remind, this human life is so precious. Extremely precious. Very precious, this human life. <coughs> Do not misuse it. Yes. Then he brought Sri Ramakrishna. <coughs> Sri Ramakrishna went to school and he was watching. What is the goal of education? All of us went to school, universities, colleges, we got our degrees. What is the goal? Good job, good money, good income. So this education, the goal of this education is money-making education. Bread-earning education. Sri Ramakrishna said, he found that the Pundits, their great scholars, after giving a sermon, they tie some banana and rice and some food and this and that and they go home. He is a great scholar. His goal is only to some rice and lentils and some bananas and, and some fruits. That is the goal of education. I don't want that education. He became a dropout. His brothers tried to force him. Nobody can force him. He is so truthful and what he says, that he will follow. I shall not go to school anymore. I don't want that education. I want that education which will allow me to know God. The goal of human life is to realize God. That he has learned from the very beginning of his life.
So he gave up his school. Another interesting thing, uh, we sometimes read the gospel of Ramakrishna and Ramakrishna's teachings. Now people from all over the world know Sri Ramakrishna. I wrote a long article, History of the Gospel of Ramakrishna. There I mentioned about language. When you are born, how do you learn language? Matri Bhasha, mother tongue, mother speaks, child listens, child watches mother lips. That is the way we learn language. This is cat, dog, plate, food, water. There's he penetrates in the child's ear and he symbol, symbol, symbol. Through symbols they learn, learn, learn. That is called mother tongue. That is the way you communicate. Even though, though I have not gone to school, but I learn how to communicate. Because mother tongue, I know mother, father, my relatives, they are talking, neighbors, they are talking, we are communicating. No education, no school, no college. But I know I can express myself. Our village women, they never went to school, but they speak very well. That is called mother tongue. Then we go to school. Then we learn book language, grammar. All the great writers, their languages we learn, learn, learn. We expand our vocabulary. The more vocabulary you have, the more expression you can make. Look at the, which we, uh, what is called the <coughs> television, the anchor people. How the beautifully they communicate. They have tremendous power of communication and vocabulary. They can interview all kinds of people. This is a technique that comes from the book language. Look, Sri Ramakrishna had mother tongue, he did not have book language at all. But the words coming from his lips, full of wisdom. That language is called divine language. Ramakrishna spoke through divine language. It is the mother. He said, Mom, to me, Mukti Kothabal. Mother, you speak through these lips. So all the teachings you find in the gospel, it comes from divine mother. Ramakrishna is only the instrument. That, please try to understand, when you read Ramakrishna's books, you understand his language. It is not, it is above mother tongue, it is not book language. Why, why does the language come? Mother pushes this knowledge through me. That he was talking about. that he did not go to school. That's the reason Swamiji used to tease him. You do not have any education. I have not come to learn anything from you. Good, good, good. You be the Dokshinesha temple garden, nice place. Come here for, for vacation, you know. <laughs> I will not have to talk, you know. <laughs> that Vivekananda came and fell that Ramakrishna speech and said, Sir, do you have any medicine so that I may forget what I have learned? I want to forget. <coughs> there is a famous Zen story. A professor went to a Zen master <coughs> and the Zen master 
invite the gym for a cup of tea. So he put the cup of tea on the table and he started to pour it from the teapot. And the cup was overflowing. It was overflowing, tea was falling on the floor, on the everywhere. The professor was shouting, what are you doing? It is full. Why are you pouring more? That is the answer for you. Your mind is full, I cannot teach. You will have to empty your mind first, so that I can teach you. <coughs> <coughs> that is the Zen story. It is very difficult to write on a slate which is already written. You will have to wipe it, the slate. Or the, we have seen the school teacher, they have a board, you know, they wipe it and then again with the chalk they write, again they wipe it. You will have to wipe it. So your, most of the people's minds are overwritten. Fresh teachings cannot go there. You will have to clean the mind so that you can absorb the new teachings. That Swamiji was talking about. Saitya Saitam Saitya Saitam is the truth of the truth. Hey, my knowledge about cooking, your knowledge about driving, my knowledge about physics, chemistry, my body, my clothes, my food, everything. I have knowledge about all these things. This, is, this knowledge is true. It is not untrue. But that knowledge, highest knowledge, is Saitya Saitam. Brihadaranda Gopanisha says, it is the truth of the truth. This is relative truth and that is Absolute truth. How Vedanta explains these things so beautifully. <clears throat> he did not go to school. But look, the world famous Keshav Chandra Sen, even Queen Victoria praised his oratory. Isha Chandra Vidyasagar, one of the top scholars in India, all came and sat at the feet of Sri Ramakrishna and spellbound. How is it possible? He is telling that this read the gospel of Sri Ramakrishna. It is the you will find the essence of the Gita, essence of the Bhagavatam, essence of the Upanishad in that book. <coughs> How did he learn all these things? Which is the Divine Mother. He says, Mother, I am a mukhu, I am an illiterate person. Please teach me what are all these scriptures. The Divine Mother taught me. Then I put all the scriptures and make a, made a garland and put around my neck and I danced. I absorbed all the scriptures inside me, Mother gave me. Onuhuti. Vedanta says there are two types of knowledge, two, two, two ways to learn. Direct knowledge, indirect knowledge. What is indirect knowledge? The things which you learn from the Guru and from the scriptures. That is indirect knowledge. Direct knowledge, 
अनुभूति रियलाइजेशन आई डोंट बिलीव इन गॉड वाई बिकॉज आई डोंट सी हिम I don't see him. Most of the people think this way. Then I remember Swami Sharadananda told that scientist, "Do you know? Have you have you ever been in England? No. Then England does not exist. <laughs> no, 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 no. England exists because I read in the geography." And some English people came to India. They told us that we are coming from England. So, England exists, but you have not seen it. You have not seen it. You only heard from the English people, and you read in the geography. Correct? Believe yes, sir. That is the way. That is the way Sri Ramakrishna used to challenge. I have seen God. I recently found something very, very interesting. I was writing a book on stories of the old monks of the Ramakrishna order. Shami, a Shami was very fond of Aim, the recorder of the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, and he went to Aim and said he was in college, a student. To be frank with you, I don't believe in God. Em says, I had also the same problem. <laughs> Do you know what happened to me? One day I went to Dokshineshwar, and Sri Ramakrishna, after lunch, was taking rest on his bed, and I was massaging his feet. And I was thinking, he is a human being. How can he be God? He eats, he sleeps, just like other human beings. He was thinking that way. I'm massaging Master's feet, sitting on the, on the, on the, on the, on the floor. Immediately, Sri Ramakrishna got up. Hey, Master, ki bhavcho? Master, meaning he he was the school teacher. What are you thinking about? Shab ekhane, ekhane, ekhane. Everything is here, here, here. Then saying that ek bhavle shab hoye jabe. If you think of me, you will achieve everything, attain everything. Saying so, boom, he went into samadhi. After some time, he came back to normal consciousness. Then he was talking to Divine Mother. Mother, did I say anything wrong? It is you who spoke through me, not me. In this way, he began to talk and talk and talk. Then Aim was convinced that he is God in human form. 
पूर्ण ब्रह्म रामकृष्ण इज रियली स्पिरिचुअल फिनोमिनल गीता केम आउट फ्रॉम द लिप्स ऑफ भगवान कृष्ण Then Swami Swami started to talk about bhakti. Bhakti, devotion. How to attain devotion? How to attain love for God? Sri Ramakrishna went to see a studio, Radha Bazaar, in the central part of Calcutta, and the cameraman was showing him. how to take a photograph and he showed the negative do you see the negative here is an emulsion there is such a silver nitrate they take a picture of our faces and it just sticks it just sticks there then you can make any number of prints from that negative so the emulsion holds the image glass negative or film negative whatever negative you have The moment Sri Ramakrishna saw the negative, went into samadhi. Why? That is the way. If you have an emulsion of devotion on your heart, you can keep a deep impression of God in your heart, and you can see at any time. That we need. we need we have no devotion and emulsion there so how to attain the devotion love chaitanya so says there are five ways you can attain devotion sadhu sangha holy company bhagavat path reading the devotional scriptures naam chanting god's name कृष्ण सेवा वर्शिपिंग कृष्ण तीर्थ बास स्टेइंग इन होली प्लेस दीज आर दाइव ओज यू कैन अचेन जीवूषण इन दि भागवतम ऑल्सो इन दि पुराणा वी फाइंड प्रहलाद सेज नवविधा भक्ति सर्वनाम कीर्तनाम विष्णु स्मरण पादसेवन स्मरण शांत बंदनम दास्यम इतर नाइन वेज यू कैन अचेंज एवूषण श्रवणम थ्रू हियरिंग कीर्तनम थ्रू चैंटिंग थ्रू फ्रेंडशिप आत्मदीवन थ्रू सेल्फ ऑफरिंग सेल्फ सरेंजर अर्चनम वंदनम दाश्यम अर्चना अर्चना मान पूजा वंदनम वंदना वर्शिपिंग चैंटिंग डिवोशन दाश्यम सर्विंग सर्विंग गॉड सख्यम आत्मनिवेदनम देर आर मेनी वेज यू कैन अचेन डिवोशन फर्स्ट इज साधु संग होली कंपनी Holy company. You cannot buy it from the market. 
you know, I am writing the stories of these monks I met in my life. Fifty, sixty people, maybe more. Perhaps I shall try to tell something about them. There's the devotion, their love for God is very tangible. Tangible, you can see it. I used to watch a monk. As a teenager, he wrote a letter to Swami Shivananda. I have no school education. Could I be a monk? Come, I shall make you a monk. He came from Bangladesh. Go to the Ramakrishna's temple. And work in his store. Store means, you know, before, before you see the priest is doing worship, behind worship you will find seven or eight people constantly working, cutting fruits, raising fruit, flowers, garland, making sandal paste. Oh my God, a lot of work. You have no education? I shall make you a monk. Sixty years he did that job without break. My guru said, Swami Shivananda, he became a mistake, great mistake. No complaint, three o'clock he will get up, four o'clock, even in old age he, I saw that he was climbing a tree to pick flowers or cutting bell leaves. I, when I came to America, I sent some clippers then how, from Hollywood, I remember. Maharaj, this way you can cut the roses or chrysanthemum. <laughs> what a devotion! I have never seen that how to cut the fruits. You call it in this country, the tangerine. He will take the row out and then he with a sharp knife he will cut it and, and then he will open it all the seeds will be out. The way he would set the tray, it is a, it is a worth to see how to, you know, we offer Lord with the seeds and this and no, 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 it will hurt the master. Really, it is a, it is worth to see that Swami how he is serving the. Evening time, he used to make a garland. This much white, this much yellow, this much blue, this much, but there is no green flower. So what did he do? He cut some green leaves and make that same flower size and with a needle he will punch green, again green, again green. When we used to go to the temple during the Arvati, ah, beautiful garland. Several colors equally rounded on Sri Ramakrishna's name. Even green. It is really worth seeing how to do it. That is called love. And when he was doing these things, repeating mantra. No chit-chatting, no gossiping. I'm just telling you, another Swami I saw, after the Arati, he would take a soft towel or napkin. Then Sri Ramakrishna's marvelous statue in Balloon Mat, the biggest statue, which is there somewhere in Ushadrim. See, he will go and 
the wife is mouth, his eyes, his head, as if he's living beings. Winter time, he will fan near the body. Some winter time, far away from the body, he will wipe the fan. Summer time, he will go close. Amazing. That is called feeling. I'm just telling you the devotion, how one can we can see the manifestation of devotion, that person's action. How you cook, how you clean your room, it all should come like worship. Sadhu Shango. How shall I recognize a monk, Sadhu? Shrutriyo, Abrijino, Akamahato, Shrutakamo, Shrutashankalpo. That is the way we recognize a sadhu. Shankara says in the Christ, you love discrimination. First Shrutriyo, he knows what he is teaching. He knows the inner meaning of the scripture and the world meaning of the scripture. He knows both meanings. Abrijino, his character must be pure. An impure person cannot teach. Akamahato, he must be desireless. He, may, he will not ask anything in return. Akamahato. A man of truth, man of love, man of devotion. If you find this kind of person, then you can trust him. Next day, Swami spoke, Ramakrishna Mission, Korim Ganj, 28th April 1957. He again started to talk about human life. Durlabham treme vaitat devanugraha hetukam manushyattam mumukshyattam mahapurusha sankshaya. This is the third verse of the Christian of discrimination, Viveko Chudamuni. These three things are rare. Rare, these three things. First, manushyattam, human birth. This human birth is very precious. Why? Only God's realization is possible through him in human body. Divine body is the bhogushodi. <coughs> a divine body we get out of our punya, virtue. So there only you enjoy your virtues. That's all. That is heaven. When you finish your enjoyment, again come back. The subhuman, animal body, is not possible for God realization. Only God realization is possible in human body. So Manushyattam. Second, Mumukshuttam. A burning desire for liberation. In this life, I must attain God. This hunger for God. And Third, Mahapurusha Samshraya, the company of a great soul. These three things are very rare. <coughs> Mumukshuttam. In Vedanta scriptures we find if you want to be a student of Vedanta, you need four qualifications. First, Adav Nitta Nitta Vastu Viveka. First, you must learn how to discriminate between real and unreal. Real and unreal. 
what is real the thing which exists all the time past present and future past present and future all three times that thing exists that is real there is no such thing in this world manushyatam vittanito bostu viveka then iha mutra phalavoga virago i do not want this world enjoyment i do not want heavenly enjoyment i want god and god alone then samadamadi sat sampatti you have you must discipline yourself and mumukshatam burning desire for liberation then swami continued that we lost our goal we are thinking all happiness is in family life or worldly life no way we need god's grace divanu grohitikam these three things come to our life by the grace of god shami ji was telling him in varanagar mot you people have peace i have no peace shami vivekananda was talking i have no peace of mind <coughs> i am thinking that i shall take away my life by fasting fast to death by god's grace i have all three i have a human body i have a desire for liberation and i got the company of sri ramakrishna still i have no peace Shami is a great soul. He is, <laughs> no doubt. But you know, if you are sincere, God will make everything favorable for you. That happened in Vivekananda's life. Krishna also mentioned in the Gita, "Dada me buddhi yogam tam yenama mupayanti te." I connect their buddhi intellect with me so that they can reach me. I connect them. I sometimes ask people, read those three verses of the Bhagavad Gita, chapter ten, nineteen, eleven, ten, nineteen, eleven. Mat chitta, mat goto prana. Just think of me. Divert all of your energy toward me. senses toward me talk about me try to understand me worship me be humble bow down to me then i shall connect your mind with me moreover what shall i do i shall light the lamp of wisdom in your heart and destroy the gloom of darkness ignorance from your mind that krishna says first three lines for you next three lines for me Ten, nine, ten, eleven. You exactly know what you are supposed to do and what God is going to do to you. There is no ambiguity there. I am very clear. Nista. Then Swami talked about you know some people come in a spiritual life they do not have nista. Nista means steadfast devotion. Hold on. They come and they go away. They do not hold. 
then he is telling it is extremely important in Nishta. There is a beautiful story of a Sufi saint named Hafez. Shami Okanyananda told this story. <coughs> Hafez saw a very beautiful courtesan on the street and he was thinking, <coughs> I must go to her. But her fee is very high. So she was thinking, well, at least I can serve her. So he used to go at 3 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock and clean her house and everything. And in the early morning she found that her house is so clean, everything. He asked her, she asked her maid servants, who is cleansing my house? <coughs> cleaning my house. But I don't know. Then at night time they watched and they found that Hafez was cleaning her house. Why do you want to clean my house? I see that you are doing everything. But I want to be with you, but I do not have money to meet you. So the reason I am just serving you so that I can draw your attention. Oh, you want to be with me? Stay with me today. Evening time I shall meet with you. So, Hafez, she asked her maid servants, give him good food, give him a nice room, and entertain him. I shall see him at night, tonight. I shall be with him. In the evening time, when he was in his room, a maid servant brought a, brought a oil lamp in his room. Immediately, Hafez says, Hurry! What is the matter? Last, my whole life I am lighting this candle in the Dorga, the Muslim, <coughs> the grave, that saint's place. I am lighting there, every evening I am lighting candle there, and today I am in the house of a courtesan. So his nishtha, 40-50 years his state for devotion, and here is last temptation. So there is a big friction. Whom shall I follow? Shall I have this girl tonight? Or shall I go and light the candle to my saint? Immediately, his nishtha, his state for devotion one, he left the room and he ran away and lighted the candle there. Then this girl came, the courtesan came and said, Where is my guest? Well, he left. Then she also went to his place, that near the mosque. They say, There he found an angel came and gave him a glass to drink. You see, in Islam, a drinking wine is forbidden. So, what happened? He took the glass and threw away. No, I cannot have any wine. Then the angel said, Hey, happy, what, what a wrong thing you have done. You do know what? It is God sent this thing to you. Why don't you go and just taste it, what you have lost? So then, 
It was a divine nectar. He tasted it and he was in ecstasy. Then what happened? That courtesan also came and asked, you are my guest who left me, you please come to my house. Ha! He is talking in ecstasy, hafiz. But you go taste that divine nectar which God sent to me through an angel. She also tasted and she was also in ecstasy. That Swami Akhanjanandaji used to say, this is called a steadfast devotion. Forty years without break, I lighted the candle in my mosque. And today, out of my temptation for this young girl, I was going to lose it. My, so who won? A steadfast devotion. That is called nishtha. That Swami was talking about. This nishtha, steadfast devotion, how important it is in spiritual life. Some people come and they leave. They do not know how to hold it. But Swami also, this story also in the Mahabharata, Swami told two stories in that connection about Nishtha. There is one yogi who was meditating under a tree and a bird, the crow, dropped on his head and he became very angry he looked at the crow and out of his anger the crow was burnt into ashes because he is he was he has a yogic power just like that bird so he was very proud that i have the power <coughs> Then he went for begging food. You see the mendicants, the yogis, they beg food. They don't cook. So he went to a house and and he asked food. Somebody asked, replied from inside a woman, My son, please wait. <coughs> please wait outside. I am busy. What? This woman is disrespectful toward me. He doesn't, she doesn't know how much power I have. Then that woman says, My son, don't be proud burning a bird. <laughs> then he says, How does she know? Then after she was curious, he sat there. So the woman came out. My son, my husband is very sick, paralyzed. So I was nursing him and feeding him. Without doing my duty, I cannot come to you. That is the reason I asked you to wait. <coughs> how do you have knowledge that what is in my mind and how I burn the... Oh, that is the most simple thing. <coughs> you go to such and such place, you will see a butcher. He is selling meat. He will tell you more about it. Here is a housewife, a woman, I am a yogi, and sending me to a butcher. <coughs> so he, he went to him. He found a big husky, you know, terrible looking man. Shopping meat and selling, 
and he saw that yogi was, oh, that woman sent to you, sent me to you. <laughs> At that time there was no cell phone, you know. <laughs> oh, that woman sent you to me. Please wait. <coughs> the yogi was waiting. <coughs> then what happened? He finished his job. Then, you know, his meat cutter, you know, full of blood and all those things. And this knife. <coughs> Then he said, let us go, come to my home. Then he went there, first washed himself, then he washed his father, mother, and then gave him food, and then he started to talk to him. <coughs> then the yogi asked, how did you get this knowledge? I'm curious. By practicing Garastha Dharma, I practiced my Dharma as a householder. That gave me this wisdom, knowledge. And that woman also is practicing Garastha Dharma. You see, if you read Swamiji's Karma Yoga, you will find that, you know, each is great in his own place. The monk is great in his own place, the householder is great in his own place. <coughs> I remember when as a young monk, I went to hear the lecture of a Swami. A great speaker, he says, Ramakrishna came for the householders. Monks have already left home. <laughs> they are, you know, they will go to the spiritual path automatically. But Sri Ramakrishna came only for the householders. Then that Swami got up and said, Sri Ramakrishna came neither for the householder nor for the monks. He came for those who really want to realize God. <laughs> and silence that great speaker. <laughs> Ramakrishna is only for householders. <laughs> Don't think that way. Householder's life is not very easy. Monastic life is also not very easy. <coughs> Shami told the devotees, you people have come here. You came alone, you will go alone. Nobody will go with you when you will die. In between, we have all kinds of attachment. Holding, holding, holding. I sometimes make the joke. A man saved $75,000 cash and put under the bed and wrote in, her, in his will that when I shall die, this money will go with my coffin. <coughs> the wife read the will, he pushed her husband, dead husband, the other side, took the cash, went to the bank, deposited the money, and wrote a check, 
$75,000 and put in the coffin. <laughs> Meanwhile, the man, that man's children came, Mom, we must fulfill the wish of our dad. But of course, your <laughs> dad will cash that check in heaven. <laughs> that is a real American wife. <laughs> That is a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> Swamiji, now she can just give him the debit card. Debit <laughs> <laughs> <Gave it> card. <laughs> Tick. Those who really want God, God test them more. More testing, more testing. I remember the story of Saint Teresa. She was going to Toledo in Spain to open a new convent there with her horse wagon. On the way, the car overturned and she fell into the water. And she was telling Lord Jesus, Lord, I don't know. You know I have heart problems. My car broke down. I am in water. I am not well. I am going to do your work. And this is the way you treat me. This is the way you treat your devotees. Jesus said, that is true. That is true, Teresa. That is the way I test my devotees. Then Terry said, that is the reason you have only few. <laughs> <laughs> A number of our devotees, God's devotees are very few. <coughs> Too much testing. <laughs> Look at five brothers, Panjabas, Arjuna, Yudhishthira. They have endless sufferings and God is always with them. And the people, you know, they have God with them, they have a high and a nice time. <laughs> Bhishma, during his final days, he was telling, you know, which is wonder, that Krishna is always with these five brothers and they have endless sufferings. And Arjuna's mother, Kunti, prayed to Krishna, give us more troubles, more dangers, more suffering, so that you will be always with us. If you are always with us, we have no problem, because you will look after us. How can I realize God? Sri Ramakrishna answered, do you see this? Iron pin, if it is covered with mud, magnet cannot attract. A powerful magnet cannot attract because it is full of mud. But the moment it is washed away, shoo, immediately magnet will attract the pin in no time. He is attracting us all the time. But our mind is covered with thick layer of mud. Ignorance. 
Maya. That is the reason we are not attracted. What to do? What shall we do? Cry. See, Ramakrishna says in Koli Yuga, Agdin Akrat Kandle Ishad Darshanai. If a person cries one day, one night, you will see God. How to remove the mud, uncleaned impurities of the mind? Swami was talking again. Oof. Just pray to Him, touch Him. Swami Vivekananda used to ask the devotees and the monks, don't touch mother's feet, bow down from a distance. Don't touch her feet. Shall we always go and touch the feet? No. You do not know her. She will suck all of her impurities in no time. And suffer. Just bow down from a distance. Mother had tremendous embodiment of purity and she will take away all of her impurities. Swami talked about Bakulata. Yearning, longing for God. That is the only thing needful. Hunger for God. We do not have hunger. We are satisfied with our sense objects, our enjoyments, our food, our, our surroundings, you know. Have a comfortable life. That's all. Easy-going life. I read the book of the Wisdom of the Desert Fathers, Christian, early Christians, first century, second century Christians. They hated easygoing life. That will stop your growth. So the yogis, the moment comfort comes, your, your progress will stop. Luxury, comfort are great obstacles to spiritual life. Swami was talking about Bakulata. Sri Ramakrishna had the vision of God not through japa and meditation or studying the books or anything. Just yearning, longing brought the vision. If you read that Ramakrishna in the divine play, that chapter is Bakulata or Pratham Darshan. Yearning and first vision. It came through yearning. He went and taking, took the sword of Kali, was about to cut his own neck. Immediately mother appeared. So, he was talking about what kind of longing, yearning Sri Ramakrishna had. Seeing the setting sun, he used to cry, Mother, another day is gone in vain, still thou art not revealed unto me. I remember one of our devotees was telling me, Swami, in in Gazibo, in our Laguna Beach, there is a 
Sunday morning there is a call, laughing club. Ha ha ha, oh, he, some people go there and laugh. <laughs> then Uncle well, then in the evening I shall open a crying club. <laughs> I shall open a crying club at Laguna Beach. Seeing the setting sun, oh, our sunset is beautiful. Seeing the setting sun, we shall say, Mother, another day is gone, still the world not revealed to me. But who is going to listen to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we have a, we have, we shall open a crying club in, in Gazebo. Naham, Naham, Tuhu, Tuhu. But it is a great mantra of Sri Ramakrishna in this age. Not I, not I, but thou, thou. Not I, not I, but thou, thou. This is an ego-breaking mantra. Our problem is ego. Very difficult to get rid of this ego. Ego is the wall between the infinite and the finite. The moment ego goes away, you will merge into the infinite. I remember I had a student, she came to me, her husband is a jeweler. <clears throat> Swami, I have a little ego problem. I tell him, really? Do you have ego? <laughs> but, yes, Swami. Then I asked, are you the Miss Universe? No. Do you have millions of dollars? No. Do you have PhD degree? No. Then what do you have? People become proud if you have fantastic beauty, or a lot of money, or a lot of learning, education. Then you say, I have PhD, I have this and that. What do you have that you say that I have ego? You are right, Swami, but still I have ego. Ego. <laughs> do you know what Thakur said? In the evening, perhaps you see firefly, the blinks and the firefly thinks I am giving light to this world. When the star rises, stars brings the light, firefly flies. When the moon rises, the the stars fade, the moon thinks I am giving the light. When the sun rises, the moon fades, the sun thinks I am giving the light. What next? In Brihadaranaka Upanishad, there is a chapter called Jyoti Brahman. What is the light? Kim Jyoti. What is the light? Jyoti. We all function with the help of the sun, sunlight. When the sun sets, where is the light? Moon. Moonlight, we can function. When the sun goes away, moon goes away, where is the light? Fire. With the fire, we can get the light. 
When there is no moon, no sun, no moon, no fire, where is the light? Shabdu Jyotihi. Think of this, this world has no light. No sun, no moon, no fire, no electricity, nothing. Darkness is covered by darkness. Where is the light? How can you function? Shabdu Jyotihi. Sound is the light. You are my neighbor shouting, Hello, help, help, help. Hearing the sound, I can move. From which direction that sound is coming, I can move to that direction. That is called Shabdu Jyoti. Shabdu, sound, brings light. When there is no sun, no moon, no fire, no sound, where is the light? Atma Jyoti. The light is the Atman, yourself. That Vedanta teaches. Trishta Bhasa Sarvamidam Vibhati. Na tatro surja bhati na chandra tarakam nema vidyuto bhanti kuto ayamognihi tameva bhanta manubhati sarvam trishta bhasa sarvamidam vibhati. Dhyasne shan shines not, not the moon, not the stars, not the lightning. What do you speak of this mortal fire? When it shines, everything shines after it. The whole main light, consciousness, comes from the Atman, the Self. When that light comes, the mind becomes luminous. This eye becomes lighted eye. See, Ramakrishna says, ripe eye, unripe eye. Unripe eye, I am beautiful. I am learned. I, I am rich. I am a successful person. I am a great monk. These are all a small eye. What is the ripe eye? I am a devotee of God. I am a child of God. I am a servant of God. That I, we spiritualize it. That is the way. So that is the difference between ripe eye and unripe eye. Naham, naham, tuhu, tuhu. Not I, not I, but thou, thou. You know, spiritual life, in the beginning it is a very hard, but in the end it is very joyful. Worldly life, in the beginning it is very sweet. At the end it is very painful. That Krishna said in the Gita. Agre Vishamiva. Puriname Amritopama. But we really can change our lives. Whatever color you want, you can get that color. If you want, as Sri Ramakrishna says, here is a washerman, he has many tubs with various colors. If you say, I want yellow color, he will put your cloth into yellow tub. tub. Blue, blue tub. Green, green tub. White, white tub. He has many colors. So if you want worldly color, you can put your cloth in the worldly tub. If you want spiritual color, you can put your cloth into a spiritual tub. It is all depends upon you. Do not blame others. 
start your spiritual journey. All right, up to this tonight. Om Sthapakaya Dharmaisya Sarva Dharma Sarupine Avatara Varishthaya Ramakrishnaya Tenama Prakash, you made this table? Uh, no, Maharaj, we, we put this little one underneath together today. To hold this up, because this is a little low summit. It's, it's a very good. This is a good summit. Nice, huh? Very good. Yeah. You want to put a little lip so it doesn't...